Game Masters, are you searching for new lands to build your next epic conquest? Perhaps the next battle map to have your adventurers reconsider their life choices? Then consider taking your tabletop into the world of Solaris by adventuring forth to our digital shop at coffee.com backslash There you can purchase exciting setting and battle maps used in Season 1 as well as Season 2 of Grin to upload to your favorite virtual tabletop. Prefer to go old school? Print out these beautiful setting and battle maps on parchment to lay forth in front of your adventurers and watch their faces fill with curiosity and excitement. That's ko-fi.com backslash grin where your next adventure awaits. This is Creating Grin. This is we play Dungeons and Dragons around Yield Table, throwing dice, telling stories, and creating legacies. My name is Eric, and I will be your dungeon master for this episode. Sorry. This chapter of our tale. With me as always, Crit Crew. On my left, we have. I'm uh, Eddie playing Elias Idolwind, a Arjunas Druid who can't magic recently. I'm Ashley. I'm playing Runa, a Tabaxi fighter. Who, uh, you know, just breezing through this forest just fine. I don't know why everyone else is looking a little ragged. <laughs> and I'm Brian, playing Imon Drevin, the aquatic half-off bard. And um, Imon's very disappointed that his dad jokes didn't work on the tree dance. <laughs> I'm Jason, playing Knox, a changeling rogue. Uh, currently in my dark weeds, Eldruic form, uh, a drow, uh, something, I think I said fighter. Uh, and I am rough, because I got my ass whipped. Stop. Stop. I'd like to welcome you all to Chapter 4, Things That Go Bump in the Night. Oh, ominous and foreshadowing. <laughs> After an uncomfortable moment of silence emerging from somewhere near, from the somewhere nearby brush, a dark elf guard, dressed in black leathers, topped with a strange exotic metal chain shirt, sheathing a short sword made of that same exotic metal. As he looks and speaks, Night's Blessing, Vervedro Kualar, Dark Metal. Blaylock, your guide, will return and say, or will return the uh, phrase and say, uh, Vivedro Kelar Dark Mantle. Can we speak common? Yes. That is when they will lead you. They will lead you to the camp. As uh, you are brought into the camp, you will see uh, another dark elf guard there to greet you. Brian, if you would like to effectively change over to our map. Already done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Are we short? <laughs> if, if you guys... Double chat real quick. Peek behind the curtains. Yes. If you guys do make some sort of comment about that, Baylock will say basically what was exchanged was long live house dark mantle. It was returned. House what? Dark mantle. Long dark. And Knight's Blessings was the... That wasn't common, obviously. Everyone heard that. So as you guys are heading to the camp, um, the guard that kind of emerged from the shadows turns and looks to Balak and is like, What took you so long, Balak? We expected you several hours ago. Balak is going to say, well, and look around to the rest of you to chime in. <laughs> we got beat up by a tree. And we also fought some red-capped gnomes. You you have encountered the old witch's pet, have you? Balak will say, yes. Old witch's pet? 
the tree into the monster is what Balak will say. The, the chaotic, crazed one infected with the fungus and the phasers. Dead now. It is. is there an actual witch? Because I really need to talk to her about running uh, her companions around. She dwells into the western regions of on the border of the Twisted Embers. Okay. Okay. Let me set her a very My apologies. The eastern regions. <laughs> the, the, eastern. Check my map. The, <laughs> the eastern reaches. Okay. Uh, you guys are free to, before you get to the camp, if there's any questions you have or anything you want to discuss with your new acquisition, Tark Elf, or even Baylock. Uh, no, I, I got nothing. Okay. Just trying to give you every opportunity in the world. You know, to make. <laughs> Any other uh, witch pets running around? Uh, which one are you asking? Either, both of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Broad question. Uh, they will say, well, there's many things that the old witch uh, tends to dabble and conjure. She is very naturing in her ways. Great. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan. And then good to know that. The I suppose. person that is taking you in camp is going to look to Balak and say, Have you seen any of the Dathir? And he just kind of shakes his head and says, We encountered one of them, but that was back when the red caps were feasting on him. Yeah, in the stomach. He will lean back and say, He means traitor, is what he'll say. Traitor. As you recall, traitors. Was there known with the patch? Yes. Correct. Very good. Um, the Behlak will say, "My apologies. Let me introduce. This here is Ingra, or Ingra of House Moonrider, and that will be the one that emerged from the shadows, the dark elf that's escorting you guys to the camp." As Ingra will say, uh, we have prepared food and lodging for you all as well to rest for the evening before your morning travels. Perfect. So what you see before you is kind of your final destination after several minutes of traveling through the dark and twisted timbers. You now have uh, come face to face with the familiar warm flickering light of campfire. Uh, in the nearby distance, the sound of moderate flowing water can be heard, uh, set in around some sort of partially overgrown ancient elven ruin is the outpost that you guys have now reached. There are several guards that are keeping watch that can be seen. Two of them are in the ruins, one of them near the edge of the outpost, who is there to greet the party. As you guys look around, you see that Ingra has vanished just kind of faded off into the shadows without even kind of realizing it because your passive perceptions are low. Even though some of them are pretty good. Uh, the sounds of nearby horses can be heard as you look and see a draft horse hitched to a nearby supply wagon. Uh, that looks like it has seen better days. The wagon's cool. not the horse. Uh, and it's on the edge of the outpost as well. You will hear and see two silhouettes of Two black majestic riding horses that are located grazing near the source of the sound of flowing water. Um, and the one dark elf that is there says, Ah, welcome, nice blessings to you all. I see you finally make, made it. Balak, it's, uh, you expected you several hours ago. He says, My apologies, we encountered something. Uh, well, we can discuss it over food. Now, come. Make yourselves at home, is what you'll say. My name is Malik. I'm of House Night Priest. This is the outpost. To the south, it will say. Or the southern outpost. Um, what you can see is there's a large, comfortable fire that's been built. Not like bonfire, but a pretty substantial fire that's been built. There's a couple bedrolls that's been prepared out. There's a, a pot of stew or some sort of hot meal that's being kind of slowly cooked. Uh, over this fire is a couple tents. Looks like they sleep about two people or one very large person. Um, 
There is runes in there as well as described. You could bunk in there if you chose to do so. And it looks like there's adequate kind of tree cover and so forth around the area. So if you will, go ahead and put yourselves where you think you want to head to. I am going to move... We'll say here is where Malik is going to move to, and we'll say that here is where Baylock is going to move to. The rest of you are free to move about. Uh, the highest passive perception among you, I believe, is uh, Ilias, actually. What's yours, Jason? 14. 14. Right? Yeah, Ilias, you have the highest one. You're going to notice that the three guards, they are all kind of keeping their eyes. Not in a menacing way, but, you know, they're doing their job, just keeping their eyes peeled on the four of you as you enter into the outpost. Other than that, you're kind of free to go about your business as Malak, or Malik, sorry, will say, um, please make yourselves at home. The bedrolls are set for you. The tents are yours to to have. Uh, food will be uh, prepared or served here shortly. And he kind of has sidebar conversation with Malak. What would you four like to do? Personally, I am going and laying down in a bedroll right by the fire. Okay. As I am worn the hill out. Okay. I want to go into one of the tents and try and focus on my magic. Oh, okay. Okay. Select the tent. Unfortunately, the tents are not this one. deep enough to put your miniature inside, so just move your token there and you can take your miniature off the table. And we'll know which tent you've chosen. I'm taking a bedroll. I've got four off. Yeah. I'm at 11. I'm gonna whittle some arrows, so... I'll probably go. There's some nice-looking dead trees. Hopefully I can find sure. them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead and give me a nature check. See what you can scan. Or a survival check. Let's do survival. So that's a 16. Yeah, you'll be able to collect an adequate supply to whittle you, say, about six or seven good arrows. As you hear, from the nearby mushrooms. I am absolutely playing with mushrooms, too. Oh, yeah. That's... His face kind of, like, scrunches up and his eyes kind of squint. All that fun stuff. Adorable. You are inside the tent. You can roll an arcana check if you wish to try to tap into that arcane energies. Uh, 13, 4, 17. Okay. It is very, very strong. It is confusing to the point where you're almost getting a headache because of the kind of fey nature of the arcane magic or energies that permeate here in the Twisted Timbers. So you definitely are getting a better sense, but it's almost, like I said, giving you a headache overpowering, so keep that in mind. Um, what does Nox and Aimon do? Just kind of crash out? Pretty much, I'm just laying down, just, uh, Bleeding. Not good. <laughs> That's where the blood's supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for food. Okay. So, I would say that, Knox, as you're kind of patiently waiting for food, you will hear light conversation taking place between uh, Malik and uh, Balak. Conversation is pretty consistent, you know. Balak is filling in Malik on kind of what transpired, encountering one of the old witch's projects is what he calls it. Um, he's also going to say, you know, or Malik is going to say, we've got a wagon to take the rest of the way, so the trip should be shorter. Um, we had to come out, you know, resupply the outpost. It was kind of timing. We would have gotten him on the way sooner, except for the delay. My apologies, you know, kind of back and forth, back and forth. That's about what you can pick up. After about 15, 20 minutes or so, they're going to start dishing out, you know, stew. Uh, Rune, I'm sure you probably would have returned. Where are you heading to a camp? Um, I'll probably chill against this tree. 
back to it. Which there's another mushroom under that tree. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Stand by those mushrooms. I love them. They're adorable. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so food is being dispersed. Um, what do you want to do, Elias, after kind of tapping into the... I will go to the other bedroll. Okay. And meals are being had. Is there anything you guys wish to do other than feed and sleep? Any downtime activities or conversations you wish to have? Does anybody else here feel like we got, like, thrown in well above what we should have and we're all gonna die on this stupid ass journey? Very dramatic, this one. <laughs> well, you know, we were voluntold to do this. And, uh, we were hired, I guess. Is hired? We agreed. These are dangerous woods. They've been saying since the beginning. We can die here. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing here is unexpected. It's unexpected for us, because we don't know what's here. Very different from my mountains. Very different. No one's told us what to accept, ex- or expect except for death. Then you've been filled in. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Is that the worst of the creatures that we'll encounter here in the woods? Is the large... Punching tree. <laughs> Overburned scratching post. I mean, I don't know from personal experience, but that is not going to be the worst thing that we probably find in these woods. Love that. <laughs> we should get our rest. Heal up. So, concluding in your deliciously made stew that is vegan friendly. <laughs> Um, it is flavored. There's no meat. There's no. There's no meat. <laughs> uh, it is flavored very well to tickle the taste buds of all of your palates. Uh, you guys do begin to kind of get sleepy and settle down for a potential long rest. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, is everybody gonna be crowd? Crashing on bed rolls? Are we tenting it up? What What is your sleeping arrangement going to be? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna sleep in the bed roll. I'm having okay. the bed roll by the fire. No way. I'm gonna go back and that tent I was in. Gotcha. On top of it. Yes. <laughs> I think I'll probably stay out in the open. Curl up the mushrooms. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, several hours hours will pass as each one of you kind of settle in and begin to fall into that deep sleep. Occasionally, you might hear the sound of movement and you kind of peek around, being adventurers. You're kind of you sleep lightly, if you will. Uh, as you notice, the guards are patrolling. They're taking watches. Uh, which is nice because everyone at the table or the party gets to have a long rest without taking a watch for once. Um, but, you know, you're a little on edge. You've just met these dark elves. You've heard strange rumors about them. Um, so, you know, you keep your wits about you and still a little on edge, like I said. It is probably somewhere around very early morning, say one thirty, two o'clock, when I would like each one of you to give me a perception check, please. Ilias, you are the first to hear, but not far behind both Knox and Runa. 
you bleed, you hear <laughs> what sounds like a snapping twig or a breaking branch in the northern direction of the outpost. There is the subtle kind of noise from the horses as if possibly they are too alerted. What would the three of you like to do, starting with Knox? Sorry, starting with Ilias. Yeah, 23. I will get up and look outside the tent and see if I can see anything. Okay. As you do, you believe you see something moving by this tree over here in shadows. But as soon as you kind of think you see and kind of focus, whatever you saw is not there no more. And you literally only kind of look like it's illuminating and it casts a area of illumination because it's a bioluminescent tree. It almost looked like you saw the half of something and then it kind of just like drifted on the outside of that bioluminescent kind of glow and just faded away. Lovely. And what did the two of you do with the 21s? As you will also see Ilias kind of stick his head out the tent looking in that direction. <laughs> nah, I'm just gonna grab my rapier. I'm not gonna get out of bed roll, but I'm gonna be like prepared to get out of the bed roll. Okay. Just alerted. Okay. I'm going to um, definitely kind of like shift over into a crouching position. I'm gonna look to my little mushroom friend and uh, I'll be like, okay, so. As you do, it's like. Wake up. As you finish kind of trying to rouse the mushroom, you do quickly kind of direct your vision towards the wagon to where you think you see something stalking or sneaking under the wagon. But as soon as you kind of lock onto it, it's almost like it kind of dives into the darkness, like you don't see it anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get into a crouching position, and I'm gonna draw my bow. Okay. <clears throat> kind of whisper across the bedroom. I think there's something under the wagon. <laughs> As Imon continues to sleep it off. Are any of the guards nearby? Uh, the guards are, yeah, they're they're doing their patrols. They're they're all awake. They're kind of looking around. I'd say probably sitting near the, the kind of this area here. Let's see. This is... Okay, so let's say Malik is there. Let's say Balak is there. And they're just kind of sitting on the rubble and the, the dirt hill there, kind of conversating. And by this time, we'll say that this guard is out here, kind of watching the roadway. And then there's the guard on top who's still kind of looking out over. They seem to be doing an adequate job. Like, they're they're being very attentive. But they don't seem to be drawing any attention towards what the three of you have seen so far. Would we have gotten a long rest by this point? You have not completed a long rest. Have slept, but not long enough to count as one. I'm gonna kind of look to the guard to see if he's the one on the road, or I guess the one up here since I'm looking this way. This one at the top. These. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, if you're trying to catch his gaze, you will be able to do so. If that was your intent, you're trying to, or you just want to watch the guard. I'm looking up to see if he looks alerted to anything. Um, so his his vision is kind of focused towards the north into the deeper woods. And he's kind of doing a 180 scan from, you know, west to east or east to west, kind of slowly looking. He has a he has a longbow in hand. Um, and and you're looking in that direction. You do see some type of small figure or shadow climbing or attempting to climb up the side of that stone right over on this side here. I'm going to yell at the guard. Okay. Will you yell? I'm be like, there's something behind you. Okay. As you do, you see that figure kind of turn and its eyes are glowing this dark purple 
and it has that kind of like when you hit a, <laughs> a flashlight into like a cat or a dog's yeah. eyes, that glare that, yeah, it looks at you, and I'm going to have everybody roll it. Welcome. <laughs> oh, lovely. guys do if you'd like to is I will allow you to spend hit dice for a short rest because uh, you did get some sleep in so if you want to try to regenerate some hit points I feel like that's fair Is set up. Did you get your map all lined up? Yeah. Okay. We'll have to work on that one. Uh, Ilias is going to be first, followed by Nox. As what you see before you, being Ilias, is a goblinoid. But unlike your goblins you're familiar with or used to, its grin, its N is very gray or dark, and it has these purple eyes, as stated before, with this smoke, this kind of eerie, mystical kind of smoke or mist kind of coming from its eyes and kind of drifting out the corner of, a, of its mouths. Or mouth, not mouths, but mouth. Uh, they, they are slightly taller. They're about a foot taller than your average goblin, but it still keeps them on the smaller side of things. So they look definitely eerie. So what would you like to do in pressure? Um, I'm going to come fully on the tent and move over here to this corner. Towards the northern ruins. Also, did you update the tokens on HP? Not new, I did not. Let's take some time to do that. Alright, what is your HP at... Ilias. 32 out of 36. 32. Uh, 26. Uh, 26 out of 36. Last but not least. 46 out of 46. I didn't get fucking hit once. Nope. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, a met tree. Bye. <laughs> and I'm going to use Thorn Whip. Okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. Maybe. Does it bounce down a bit? 14. Um, let me double check the statistics on this said creature. I think a 
There's a sucks. That's the warning. Ruin of fantasy. <laughs> That's the camp's warning call. Oh. It's the mushrooms, y'all. Yeah. The mushrooms. <laughs> Sorry, anyone listening in headphones. <laughs> okay, you are actually going to miss with a thong there. Okay. But since we've taken a short rest. Yes, you have. <laughs> I have wild cheek back. Yes, you do. So you can bonus action that way. Okay. Ah, uh, that'll miss as well. You do notice that it doesn't like kind of the bright energy that may be shining from it. Mm-hmm. Kind of sneers or snarls at it. Alright. Next up is Nox. Um, I'm gonna get up now and then I'm going to just I'm going to draw my uh, crossbow hammer here out. Okay. Well, your reaper is already out, so the crossbow can yeah. do you have a hand crossbow? I do have a hand crossbow. Awesome, so yeah. you're good to go. I'm good to go. Yep. You can take an action still. Oh, okay. Because drawing a weapon's a free object yep, action. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, I'll, I'll take a shot with the hand crossbow. Where are you shooting it? Uh, the little goblin guy that's at the back of the corner there, because I guess he was the one in my line of sight. Uh, ping it for me, Brian. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Try. Yeah, that one there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. I don't the think I'm aware of the, the only other one. one. That- yeah, yeah. The only no, one you're right, you're right. Most people are only going to realize this one because they yeah. screamed. Yeah. Yeah. Is there one by the wagon? There you is one. The only There's one right here by the wagon. Is he visible or no? No. Not visible. Not visible. And, and there is one up here. One on this side of the building. Yeah. So Runa's got probably line of sight on the one on this side of the building. Ooh, here. Anyway, sorry. Nox, go ahead. Very good. Nope, that's ten. A ten will miss. Your bolt will skip off the stone. Embed itself in the moss in the corner. Alright, that'll be it for me. Okay. So, we have Malik. Malik is going to draw forth his short sword. Immediately seeing a kind of gray shadow-like goblin trying to approach him and Balok, and is going to just lunge towards with his short sword. Oh my gosh. He rolls a one. So as he does, he is going to like get caught on some rubble and things, and is going to fall down. His sword will go kind of splaying at the feet of this shadowy goblin. That will end his turn. At least he didn't stab the horse. Well, I'm more worried about the horses. Oh my god. <laughs> so, the one being the shadowy goblin climbing the side of the building is going to finish his climb, hops over the wall, and is going to attempt to stab with his short sword the drow guard on top. Oh boy. He was warned because someone screamed out at you, idiot. <laughs> So it's not it's a not advantage on the goblins. But the goblin will miss. The guard is able to kind of take the longbow and twist with the momentum of the goblin to kind of like just flex the sword attack. So we got something interesting going on up top of the wounds. That will end that goblin's turn. As it is Imon's turn. Um uh, so I'm gonna hear the shouting, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and pull my rapier and and see if I can actually see anything. Um, I think. Well, you can definitely see the one on top because he's up there. Yes. Um, you are. You can see see half of the one on the wagon. Like, huh? he's about half exposed. Is he on or behind the wagon? Like, on the other side of he the He would be on the other, like, where the horse is. Okay. So, front of the wagon, the other side of the horse. Uh, and you can, you probably can even see this guy as he's now 
Yeah, I mean, seeing Molly uh, kind of fall on his face. Right. Um, Definitely draws the attention. Um, but I'm going to move over here. Okay. End up getting next to the wagon, flanking around this guy. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And I'm going to stab at them with my... Or actually, let's see. I remember half speed, yeah, yeah. that's... No, I can't get that far. Yeah, so like I would be able to get there. Okay. And I will then stab at them with my rapier. Okay. See what happens. Uh, ooh, 19 plus 6 for 25 to hit. Yes, yes it does. Alright, um, 8, uh, 8 points of piercing damage. Okay, that was an effective strike. You know that dealt a whole lot of damage to him. Uh, as when you pull back the blade that you have, uh, it is coated in kind of this purpley, ickery blood. What the Fuck. And that will end my turn. Yes. I, I got no spells, no bardic inspirations. I can't do anything. Right. <laughs> Baylock, your. That yeah, was a very effective stabby spell. It was. Next. That's all I got. Um, 5, 10, 15. Baylock is going to try to move towards uh, Malik. And is going to attempt to strike his. And he rolls a 2. <laughs> this little nimbly shadow goblin is going to duck underneath the attack. It will now be the Shadow Goblin's turn. He is going to take his short sword and he's going to stab down at Moloch. Which I'm pretty sure it gives him advantage. And he is going to nap 20, Moloch. So we will double the dice. So he takes 9 plus. Takes 11 points of damage. And I'd like one of you guys roll me a d20, please, because he's going to take a severe injury. Huh? Would you get 10? Oh, okay. So, in the process of falling and all this other things, uh, it appears that Malik has suffered broken ribs between attack and everything, uh, which is an internal injury. Um, so, anytime he takes an action, uh, Malik will now have to make a con save. Ooh. If he fails, he can't take the action. He's overpowered by the broken ribs. Oh. Um, okay. It's good to know. Help, help, help me keep that in reminder yeah. here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then what happens is he looks, and when he... Uh, he's gonna look, and when he does, he kind of like disappears in a puff of smoke. And he's actually going to end inside, inside here. Like he's, you can see him on top, but he's actually down inside, kind of the dark, shadowy area of the ruins. Okay. The next goblin, who is on the side. Comes charging around the runes, going right at, I believe that's Nox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to swing his short sword. He's going to have a. Uh, let's see. 15 to hit? No! Okay. You were, or were you still prone? Were you still around? You no, missed? I got up. Okay, that's why I thought I'm damn sure. Um, so he misses. I'll end his turn. Next will be the the Dark Elf Guard up top. So he's going to attempt to shove this crazy goblin off the edge at the top, and he is not going to be able to do so. And now we ruin his turn. So. I know I was kind of like in the process of grabbing my bow, but seeing it as how these are all very close, I will just let that kind of clatter to where I was. By your mushroom buddy? Yeah. 
Protect us. <laughs> Keep Watch us safe. For me. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Still snoring. <laughs> Still snoring. And I'm going to grab, um, draw both of my short swords out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And we are going to. Uh, I'm gonna assume that guard can go over and help you, so I'm gonna go over and help Knox. Over here. So far the bow that's in my hands. <laughs> and with that flanking, I will for my first sword. You notice how she says help Knox, but she's actually going to gain the advantage herself as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all to help well Knox. Well played. Well played. All to help Knox. Dang, if I... If only I had proof critical. Hmm. Uh, that is a 25. Oh, uh, that definitely hits. Uh, that's 1d6. Are these piercing weapons? Yes, it is. So I'm gonna re-roll that. Two. To another two. Six points of damage on the first sword. I'm gonna swing the second one around. Other 19, so 25. And then just a d6, which is six. So. And how would Runa like to deal with this? It's gonna be like a one, like a slash, and the next one I'm just gonna go right up. Underneath the rib. Nice, nicely done. Hmm. Awesome. Okay, that is done. Let me see. I'm fine. Oh, no, I want to do all of them. It's okay. They can. They can all fall. No, I don't do that. I'm okay with that. They dropped. Oh, dead they're all linked. Fright. Oh no. <laughs> they're all linked. Gotta keep track of this. So that's the dead one. I'm just gonna disappear. It is DED dead. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's off. It's off the battlefield there. So the rest of them. That's the only one that's taken damage so far, so I have to keep track of that. Okay. No. Which the one? The, the, the. I'm on stab one. Yeah, the one I stabbed took damage. Oh yes, Oops. eight points. Oh, okay, 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 got it. <laughs> Come on, I did something this this encounter <laughs> that didn't last time, but I, I did some damage this time. Don't take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, sorry, uh, Nero, the guard guy, after Runa, he is gonna move. Right flanking, he's gonna swing. He is going to just miss, even with advantage. Just misses. He'll end his turn. Ends round one, brings his top of round two. Ilias, you're up. I'm going to cast Frostbite on the goblin on top of the runes. Okay. Uh, uh, he caused knowing frost, form of one creature that you can see within range. Target must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, so we will roll for the constitution saving throw. Um, that is going to be 6 plus, I don't think enough. You have, what is yours? 15. Stats. Uh, no, it failed. Nice. Not a fancy. Takes 26 cool damage and has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes for the end of its next turn. Awesome. And it is 5 points of damage. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> might as well. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because that's neat. Uh, that'll miss. And that's it. Uh, Nox, you are next. And where's the one at? Is it still up top with the... Yes, one correct. Here. This one up here is still up top. And then there's this one is on the here. inside, yeah. but it's probably showing on top because of the projector. Yes. Yep. It's like partially. Just a little sliver. He's like half these. <laughs> okay. Um, where's the one over here by Playlock? That's the one that was... That's the one that's inside that's, now. Yeah. Okay. 
I'll take a shot, but when it's up top. Okay, let's do it. Nope. That's a nine to hit. It does not. It's my turn. Alright. Malik is going to pick himself up, embarrassed. He will reach and grab his short sword. He's going to rush to try to get the Shadow Goblin that kind of bamfed into the shadows of the Elven Ruins. Make a con save. I don't know what DC you got sent for that. That's for his broken ribs. Yes, it is good. All right, no, he fails that. So he can move, but he cannot take an action. So he goes to swing with the short sword, and he oh, grabs his ribs because of the lingering injury. Uh, that'll end his turn, unfortunately. Next up is going to be the Shadow Goblin on top, who is going to now attempt to stab again. The Dark Elf Guard on top, and this time is going to check that. Oh yeah, because of the frost. Ah, oh, cool. uh, and that'll miss. So instead of hitting, he will not miss. That will end his turn. Actually, yeah, that'll end his turn. I'm on. You are up. All right, I'm gonna stab the little fucker that's in front of me. Nice. That is a nat twenty. Damn. Woo! Oh, that is going to hit. <laughs> Three, seven, eleven points of damage. And how would you like to do that? Uh, I would just pierce it through the eye, just straight through the <laughs> ocular bone into the brain, and oh, uh, <sighs> done. Anatomy one on one. Yeah. Okay, he will fall. <laughs> he kind of like drops to his knees and then slides off your blade as you get a nod from the dark elf across from you. Uh-huh. And he's going to look like he's going to start trying to join in on the combat. And, um, <laughs> I will. Uh, I will just start moving my way towards um, everybody, probably getting on to the top of the bed roll, and that will end my turn keeping an eye on everything else that's going on. Alright, Balak is going to be next, and he's going to rush up. And he's got enough movement to run around flanking said goblin as he is not on the top. He's on on the inside, just so you know. Um, And he's going to attempt to swing... Oh, he nat 20. Nice. Bailock, Bailock for the win. Uh, so he will deal three points, double that dice, uh, nine points, plus his number is enough to already kill him. Nice. Yeah. So he is gone. He will down this Shadow Goblin. Uh, which will bring it to... I think there's just the one left, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that's on top. So we'll go to the other guard, who is on top, and he's going to attempt to... Hmm. He will shoot his bow disadvantage, because he has it out, he's going to go ahead and shoot it. Oh, wow. At disadvantage, he is still going to strike said goblin, I think. Let me double check. Oh, no, he misses by one. My apologies. Oh. Misses by one, so it clatters onto the stonework at the goblin's feet. That will end his turn and bring us to Runa. Uh, still just the guy up top, right? His last one. Mm-hmm. Where is he exactly? He's like here. That corner, yeah. I was say, is there, can I get up onto this corner? Like walk these stairs? Well, I climb. Climbing. Yeah. Up the broken yeah. wall. So I can be like next to him. Yeah, no, okay. absolutely. You can get up to the top of the steps. And uh, we're gonna stab him. <laughs> nice. I assume I well, I can't get into any type of flanking, so. Nope, unfortunately not. Uh, well, you know. Haha, ha, I'm gonna give myself advantage. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Because hopefully we'll go long rest after this. Thirteen. Thirteen is not going to do it. Okay, well, let's try it with second story. And that will be a seventeen. That just makes connection. So six. Six points? Yep. Okay, he is wounded very badly. He's bleeding all over the place. This kind of purple Sorry. ichor is kind of <laughs> splatting all over the stonework. He's painting the walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's morbid. You know they're going to leave it there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Until it rains. <clears throat> and that's the end of my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other guard is by the wagon. He's going to dash and get all the way up to there. And then his turn. Is it going to go to Ilias? One gobbler in me. Just one. Like, like hanging on to life. <laughs> you can do it. You right. got this. I'm gonna guiding bolt him. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Can you say okay? I have one spell left. <laughs> and you missed. I missed. I got a seven. Yeah, that that that's a miss. Hold on, I got another thing to do. <laughs> If I miss this, I'm gonna be really mad at myself. <laughs> Alrighty, there we go. How about a 23? That is. Starry <laughs> uh, arrow. My starry arrow. Okay. And that is eight points of damage. And how do you do this, Elias? This one's a luminous arrow, and he's already bleeding, but I'm gonna have it uh, go through. I guess his chest to like sure. light up all the blood. Okay, so make it glowing. Yeah, so he's pinned to the wall, and he's kind of just all of his blood kind of turns this bioluminescent purple. Ooh. That will end the combat. Yay! As everyone kind of takes it into account, um, they're all kind of looking around. Balak is going to move to uh, Malik or Malik, Malik. However you want to pronounce it. And is going to start attending to his ribs that are broken. And he's kind of wilting in pain. The other guards are kind of taking the bodies. And kind of dismissing them. Except for the one on the wall. It's going to stay there. Hmm. I'm going to just take a small reminder. Uh, action. going to look at the goblin that's pinned to the wall in front of me. Just you know, study it. I'm curious. I haven't seen one of these before. Yeah. Um, it even though it's dead, you're going to look, there's still some of this just kind of like down. misty gray, misty smoke kind of slowly kind of pouring from its eyes and other orifices, ears and um, mouth and such. The skin is very leathery looking, maybe a little bit more than your traditional goblin. Uh, it's very like a dark gray. Uh, it's like I said, it, it looks very strange. Like, while familiar that it's a goblin and anyone can identify it, it's color scheming is it's completely different. I'm definitely gonna like point out with my sword the smoke coming out of the eyes and ears and turn towards the guard next to me. Like, no, this is do, they will smoke for several hours. Is what it's, okay. it's it's the, the darkness from under earth kind of. Leaving their soul of the body is what he says. This under earth, I'm hearing a lot of this. Yes. It is, it is the earth under the earth, is what he'll say. Hmm. There is a whole. There are a lot of caves, but there are literally civilizations and cities under earth. (laughs) (laughs) As a soft sound of snoring (laughs) starts in the background. Right. Um, so after taking maybe five to ten minutes of cleaning up the campsite, is there any questions any of you have, or any interactions, or things you want to do before everybody settles down? No, like legitimately, after that ended, I, I went straight back to my bedroll. Sure. And I'm passing out. Okay. Knox. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna rest. Elias. Um. No, I'm just gonna sleep too. <laughs> okay, and Runa, anything? 
Mm-hmm. Kind of look, and you know, after my little chat about the Underdark and sure. all that fun stuff, I'll probably go down and get back to my mother and be like, Good job, thank you for watching that for me. <laughs> That's what he says. Alright, so you guys will settle back down, you guys will drift off to sleep yet again, and everything begins to kind of get relaxed. You guys will be able to complete a long rest. You will level up to level five. Thank God. Yeah, stop putting nice in my cup. <laughs> yeah, I realize that. Alright. Or use a straw. I'll use it. Working on those dice. Back on to the the <laughs> player view. All right, cool. Yes. A little bit of Level five. Da, na, na, na. Let, let, let the player see behind the scenes. Let the viewer see behind the scenes. Glimpse behind the scenes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Soon we're gonna just level up now. Yeah. Go ahead and level just up. Explain our choices. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Uh, for you listening and viewing, our players are going to go ahead and level their characters up to level five. So they got a lot of choices to make, a lot of dice to roll because we're rolling for HP. And that didn't sound good. Uh, yeah. Terrible. What did you roll? I rolled a two. Oh, oh that did better than you still. I, I rolled a three last time. Um, I rolled a three this time. Okay, so. I rolled one this time, so yay! So on the app, I'm just going to add HP. it to that. I do 34, because it was 30, now it's 34. Yes. yes. Okay. And, and it will calculate what my con and everything is. There we go. Correct. So I can change my cantrip now. Hey, now I can use Bardic Inspiration after short rest. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Now I gotta figure out what spell I want to take, and I'm definitely gonna be swapping a spell out. All the choices to be made. I'll get an extra attack. <laughs> You're rogue. I don't get uncanny dodge. Hey, let me tell you, that is a very, very important spell. That's as good as any spell at Rook and Conjure. Yeah. Use reaction. <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh yeah, I get third level spells now. I think all I got was extra attack, which is important. I'm not demeaning it, but I think that's the only thing I have to keep track of. Oh, I would like a clarification. Sure. Two weapon fighting is light melee weapons. Correct. I've got claw on both hands. The claws don't necessarily say that they're light or not. Right. But, like, you know, I don't. Would that apply with two handed fighting or two weapon fighting? No. Okay. No. Because we have this kind of thing. Because they're still technically your hands, so it would be an arm <laughs> strike. Kind of. That's what, and I looked at unarmed strike, and it doesn't like it, which I don't suppose yeah, it I would, because it. Because we had that. I boo booed in season one with Gorath there when he was like taking bonus actions and, and stuff. I'm like, well, that kind of it's not right because the monks have their whole key points and different things they can do to get the extra strikes. So that's kind of where we are with that. Now, could I have a sword in one hand and slash with the claw? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure you can. You got the, it would be what, two actions or does your claws have a different. Like, I know that with a tabaxi, there's something too, like a little blurb. Like, you can, for an unarmed strike, you can make an unarmed strike, but then it counts as like a d4 damage or something like yeah. that. So, I don't know if you can. Can you attack with a light weapon and then make an unarmed strike as the bonus action? I see what you're. I see what we're going with this. Okay. I'll tell you what. It's our game, it's our homebrew. Because it is like using a dagger, damage wise. I think I think we'll do it. I think that you could use your claw as a secondary weapon. Okay. I'll go with that. I see where the clarification was kind of right, <laughs> it was I'm very like, gray, very fuzzy. Yeah. I'm like there's know. a very gray right. We're gonna we're That's gonna why roll I have it. the two short swords anyways, but right. assuming I don't know, thinking 
right, taken we'll, from me at some point. We'll roll it that way, and I'm sure somebody will say something. Please, somebody We'll start something. a debate within the community. <laughs> right, right, there you go. <laughs> I'm always up for a good debate. All right, so Nox, you've made your choices. What's your new HP? 40, because I rolled like shit. <laughs> And uh, I'm on. You uh, about done with your choices over there? I am done with my choices. Oh, tell us what we've won. Uh, well, I rolled like shit, so my max HP is now only 27. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yeah, two two shitty rolls in a, in a row. Um, plus, you know, no constitution bonus. That hinders quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided um, after my horrible, horrible failed attempts of hideous laughter against the treant to, as I leveled up, and learn that ability <laughs> and learn a new um, learn a new spell, which I ended up learning uh, not dissonant so whispers. Oh, oh, not so hideous laughter. Yeah, not so hideous laughter. <laughs> uh, dissonant whispers. Awesome. Um, I then also went and learned knock. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, so, not knocks, but knock. Yes, <laughs> knock. Yeah, because you know, open could things. come in handy with yeah. opening things. Possibly, you know. Yeah. So that's um, that's kind of my thought process as of now. I also now have third level spell slots. That's good. I don't have a single third level spell okay. at the moment, uh, but <laughs> I have multiple spells I can cast at third level, like charm person to add additional. Um, individual targets gotcha. to your wounds to add additional health dissonant whispers to do extra damage right home person add another target invisibility now two of us can be invisible elements that's Ooh. awesome that's awesome so that is um pretty much my big things and then of course at level five my cantrip damages increase and um uh, i can also i, I recover my Bardic inspiration uses on short rests now okay. as well. Awesome, man! That's uh, yeah, a lot of changes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you done? Are you done down there, Runa? Yep. What What'd you do? What'd you so, do? So I uh, rolled rather low. <laughs> it's a theme. <laughs> but have fifty four hit points. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> And uh, the tank that fires arrows. <laughs> right. It's a tank that's just like, meh, hero. <laughs> I'll hit them from over here, 300 feet away. I'll hit away. them from over here and I'll like run away and use my all agility back. Right. <laughs> I'll let our druid be our tank. Right, exactly. <laughs> or the board. And he's doing great at it so far. Like. Right. Um, and then as a fighter, uh, for fifth level, I get extra attack. So Awesome. Now I can do all kinds of shenanigans with all the weapons that I have. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Including myself. Are you done, Elias? I am. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So I have 42 hit points because I also rolled low. (laughs) Today's theme, rolling low. I think it's just the pain theme. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Um, I also have third level spells now, so I added Windwall. Yay. Which is fun. I decided I should go with some... A wind-themed? Yeah. Okay. Since I am an air genasi. Okay. And I changed one of my cantrips from... You know, your wind is what caused him to... to drop the rock on his toe. <laughs> did, yeah. indeed. So. Um, I should have... Let me change that back. <laughs> I changed it from Frostbite to Primal Savagery, but... I'm going to change that back. Or change it again. Because um, Frostbite came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did. So, I'm not done yet, actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, since Two like seconds. 90% of you are all done, we'll move along with our completing your long rest. It is extremely early in the morning when you will all be startled awake by the very distant, shrill scream of my camera going out. Ah, yes. So I got rid of Mold Earth when I have Primal Savage. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I'll start over again since the camera glitched out there. (laughs) So the entire party, completing a long rest, leveling up, you were all startled awake by a very shrill, distant uh, group of screams 
of chaos and panic as you kind of jump up from your bedrolls, peek your head out from the tent. Um, the guards all kind of look around as the first person to react probably be the highest pass perception, which will be Ilias. You kind of look off to your left, coming from that kind of corner of like where you're sitting of trees, uh, is going to be um, oh, Indra, the guy that you guys kind of encounter on your way here. Uh, and he looks like he's been running for quite some bit, and he looks panicked and sweating. And he's like, essentially, uh, he says, uh, the, the, the nearby village has been attacked in the Misty Valley. We must help aid them, is what he'll say. And the guards are like, without hesitation, kind of grabbing their weapons and gear. Balak is going to rush over and say, will you help aid us? The villagers are of House Mistwalker. They are to be protected by the kingdom of Tyrdal and House Darkmantle. Sure. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. we will help. <laughs> and two armed. <laughs> two arms. Two arms. Right. Uh, and this will conclude the chapter of our tale. Tune in every Friday to hear and see what happens next. And thank you all for following Season 2 of Green and Grin. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Season 2 of Green and Grin. Every listen on your favorite podcast provider, as well as view on YouTube, helps support us as we inch closer to our goals on improving our show so we can bring to you, the Crit Crew, exciting Dungeons & Dragons real-play gaming content. Share us on your socials. Help spread the word about Critting Grin. Check out our website at crittinggrin.com or our Instagram at crit underscore eating underscore grin. We're also on Facebook at C-E Grin. Capital C, capital E, capital G. Hit us up with episode questions on our Creating Grin Discord server, on our Talking Crit Questions channel. Game Master, Dungeon Master, looking to take your players into the world of Solaris? Check out our digital shop at coffee.com backslash creating grin at ko fi.com backslash creating grin, where you can purchase digital maps from our current and past episodes to upload on your favorite virtual tabletops, or go old school and print them out on paper and lay them forth in front of your players to conquest. Artwork from Creating Grin Season 2 is provided by our amazing artist Megan. If you are looking for character commission work or just love amazing character artwork, check her out at her digital shop at coffee.com backslash Megalit. That's at ko fi.com backslash M-E-G-L-E-T-T-E-T. Sound effects for Creating Grin are provided by zapsplat.com. Critting Grin theme is Living Voyage from Kevin McLeod at Incomtech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution License 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash license backslash by backslash 3.0 backslash. All other soundtracks are from the amazing artists found on Pixabay at Pixabay.com. 